Hey girl, ready for another week to shine, sparkle, and slay? Just like every week, we'll be learning how to build confidence and business skills so you can show up as the person you've always wanted to be, but didn't think was possible. Get ready to shine by breaking out of that low self-worth. Sparkle when you realize just what you're capable of and slay by holding each other up. I'm Stephanie Rodriguez, and this is the Shine Sparkle Slay podcast. Let's get started. Hey, hey, Shine Sisters. Thank you so much for tuning in again today to our Shine Sparkle Slay podcast. If you guys did not have the opportunity to catch our brief discussion with Miss Nicole Simonin, you are in for a treat today. She is an ACE personal trainer, ACE health coach, TEDx speaker, host of Shape It Up Over 40 podcast, author of the No Fuss, No Mess, Shape It Up cookbook, founder of Shape It Up LLC, moving over soon to Nicole Simonin Coaching, licensed physical therapist assistant and former professional ballet dancer. Nicole has been featured in Rachel Ray in Season, Bicycling Magazine, Real Simple, and MSN. Since 2006, Nicole has been helping women lose weight for the last time. That's so exciting. This is such a huge topic for me personally, so I could not wait to have you on. And thank you. Thank you again for coming back on for a full episode. No problem, Stephanie. Thank you so much for having me back. Of course, of course. It's going to be such a good conversation. I can already tell. Before we jump into all the deets, can you share a little bit about your background with the listeners? Sure. Um, So back in the day, I was a professional ballet dancer. And what that kind of spurred into um, was physical therapy. And then I got into personal training. And I really found as I got older, because I am going to be 49 this summer, that what I was taught as a ballet dancer you know, don't eat a lot and then overeat after the performance. Uh, it doesn't really work very well, <laughs> especially when you're over 40, so. things change. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. Um, for sure. Right. <laughs> Just yeah, <wait>. absolutely. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> um, it's all good though. Don't be scared. Um, <laughs> Yeah. So I just transitioned as the years went on and I really feel like I, it's funny because every time people interview and I talk about my past, I'm like, I loved being a professional ballet dancer. And then I loved doing physical therapy. And then I love doing personal training and like, I really love what I'm doing, you know, the next step. And then I'm like, I really love what I'm doing now. I cannot wait if there's something else after this, because it's going to blow my mind. Um, but yeah, so now I'm doing a lot of coaching, a lot of mindset sets of nutrition and fitness. So cool. So cool. I think it's funny too, cause I'm the same way. I'm always moving on to something, but I love every stage, but you just keep yeah. progressing and becoming more and more of you know, yourself because you like all of the parts of it. I just think it's funny how we just, we're not staying the same. We're always growing. And I love that. Yeah. I feel like leveling up. Absolutely. You know? Leveling yeah. up. That is exactly <laughs> it. I love it. You mentioned mindset. Mindset is so huge. I had mentioned in our earlier conversation that even me personally, I had lost 70 pounds and I've gained 10 to 15. I don't know. Cause I don't step on the scale very often, but the last time it was in that ballpark. Um, and I started the shine sparkle slave brand about nine months ago, ridiculously long days. So I've been giving myself grace along the way. And I was like, I'll get to it. I know what to do. And I feel like I'm getting to that point where, okay, it's time to start making me time again and adding that back into my life. 
but I know mindset is huge. And a lot of people struggle with that. What advice would you give someone that was like, all right, I got all these tools. I know what to do, but they're hesitant to take that leap. What would you give someone just for that, from that mindset perspective? Yeah, I feel like mindset is kind of um, undefined, I guess is the best way to put it. My version of mindset, like I think most people that come to me and they're like, oh, you do work with mindset. That means like you're going to slap on happy Pollyanna thoughts and we're going to do some affirmations and, you know, we're going to just write post-it notes of everything that we want. (laughs) It's like, it's so much more than that. It's really understanding the way that you think about things. It's about the way that your body responds to whatever you're thinking about. And because we tend to not take any action unless it brings us pleasure, right? Mm -hmm. So this is the primitive brain, uh, the subconscious brain that we operate on. And a lot of us are running around thinking that our conscious brain, which is our analytical brain, where we kind of come up with these ideas and things like that, like Oh, if I just think I want to lose weight, then bam, I can lose weight. And that's not the case. You have to understand where your subconscious brain is and what like default programming you're running off of. Because if you don't believe that you can lose weight, guess what? It doesn't matter how much you work out, how many food plans you make or whatever, you will not lose weight. And that's the difference between like what I feel real true mindset is versus oh, I'm just going to get an app that tells me, you know, to think happy, positive thoughts. So, yeah, I so get what you're saying. And I so agree with that. So if there is a person that, because I know you do coaching. So -hmm. if there is a person that has that, that mindset, I'm never going to lose weight, but they still reach out to you. Do you have in your coaching some things that you do to work with them to change that mindset? Absolutely. I have a whole foundational like on-demand video program that's called Master Your Mind, Change Your Body. And this is like what I've compiled over the years since 2006, Um, not just mindset, but like fitness and everything. And they have access to that, but it's really the weekly coaching. I come on, whether we're working one-on-one, it's, you know, private, or if it's in the group, I come on and I coach people. And it's really, cause it's so individualized because we all have these different pasts. We all have these different experiences. We have all these different thoughts and the thing with the subconscious thoughts are, is a lot of the time they sound like this background hum. Like you don't even realize the way you're thinking. Um, I love describing it like this. If you were to come to my house, you would notice that my house has a certain smell. And if I were to come to your house, I would notice your house has a certain smell, but because I live in my house, I don't smell that smell. Mm -hmm. So to me, I don't recognize that it has a smell. And it's the same thing with our default thinking. Like you don't realize because you're operating on that thought pattern and the people around you, chances are, are also operating on similar thought patterns. So you can't identify it and really see it. And so when you work with me, it's like, we uncover what's really going on. Why is it that you don't want to get up and go work out in the morning? And then there's, you know, your primitive brain, your primitive brain likes instant gratification. It likes to seek pleasure. It's that part of the brain that, you know, just wants us to kind of stay in the cave and be safe. And of course, if you want to lose weight and work out and do things like that, it, it's not going to be on board. <laughs> so mm-hmm. you got to yeah. kind of find out how you operate in order to kind of work with your mind and get that shift and, and do the things that you want to do. So you can lose weight. 
I love that you say that it's so individual because it really is. There's not one size fits all when it comes to the mentality that it takes to, to get in the zone and to stay in the zone. Yeah. Yeah. So different. Yeah. And I think that, um, I mean, we're just so complex, like Mm -hmm. individuals, our neural patterns and everything, not to get too scientific, but like, you know, you could have twins that kind of grow up in the same environment, but they're still going to have vastly different ways of, of thinking of different things. So it's, it's fascinating. I find the mind, the psychology of all this, just really interesting. It really is. And when we had our last conversation, you talked about someone's upbringing playing a big role in that. Could you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, really. um, You were asking me about what my purpose was and my purpose, you know, not just to squash the dieters mentality, but to break that generational cycle, because, you know, what we have learned, especially as women and we teach to our kids, we were taught that from our mom, our grandmom, our great grandmom, our great, great grandmom. And it just keeps trickling down. It's, it's that family pattern, that generational pattern of this is how you eat. This is how you think about your body. These are the, you know, X, Y, Z's. And again, it's like that smell in the house. You don't realize that it's not effective, mm-hmm. you know, or that it's damaging. Um, I had a client who somebody, a relative had said to a young teenager that she was eating cake and that she shouldn't be eating that cake because mm-hmm. she was a little bit heavier. And I was like, you know, it wasn't the direct person that I was talking to, but And I don't think that person was doing it out of spite or anything. They just, that's how they learned. And, you know, that now teenager has that thought of, oh, I can't eat cake. There's something wrong with me because I look this way and I can't have cake. Mm -hmm. And that's just not true. You know? Yeah. Breaks my heart to hear stories of that because you're right. Maybe it doesn't, isn't said with like ill will, but and that's just the way that they, they were raised, you know, that's their thinking, but it does leave such an impact on the young minds that are hearing those messages. Yeah. Yeah. And do I think that young minds are going to have a clean slate? Like they're, they're all, we're always going to have some sort of baggage, yeah. unfortunately, but you know, I always made it a point with my kids to kind of teach them how to, to at least understand nutritional labels to understand, but I never like you know, people were always shocked that they ate like Oreos and things like that. And I was like, I don't want them to be going over to other people's houses and experiencing all this like quote unquote junk food and going haywire, you know, cause all this food's available. Um, so again, it's like, but I recognize that just because that's what I do for a living. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. I don't think if you're not in the fitness industry or in, you know, that, health and wellness area, you're not going to recognize it. It, it, again, it goes back to that smell in the house. It's just, you don't realize that you're kind of continuing the generational cycle of dieting. Right. I like what you just said too, because I was grown or raised in the eighties. So we were, you know, finish everything on your plate. You can't waste anything. So other factors too. I've always struggled with my weight. And when I was like hardcore, I'm counting macros. I'm, you had mentioned that they make you think that you have to do all these things. When in fact, if you're not going to be like in competitions, you really don't need to do all those things that I was doing. I mean, I had heart rate monitors. It was crazy. It was bananas. Everything that I was doing. I mean, it worked, but it also did the opposite. Like I can't buy potato chips. I don't have cookies. I don't have any of that in my house. I like that stuff. I'll eat it. 
And the reason I bring that up is because I remember my son a few years back, he had gone to a friend's house and he came back. He was like, it was so great. They had all this stuff, mom. They had all these chips <laughs> and whatever. He thought it was the greatest thing ever. I was like, hmm. But I do that more for me because I know if I have it, I'll eat it. But yeah, I see what you're saying though, because they go somewhere else and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I tell my clients that if you have a thing, like if you feel like you can't not be around chips without like eating the entire bag, you need to have chips in your house because it's the thoughts that you have about those chips is why you're eating them. It's not the actual bag of chips. I know they're I delicious. That's why I eat them. <laughs> I like them. <laughs> I know, but this comes into the mindset is like, yeah, what are you seeking? Like, why are you seeking so much pleasure out of those chips? What are you not giving yourself? What are what's going on there? And I'm not trying to analyze you on the <laughs> show, that's but just deep. to offer your listeners. Yeah. And that's the thing. You know, a lot of the mindset stuff that's out there, I think doesn't it doesn't go deep. Mm-hmm. And that's where you have to go is like, what, what does that bag of chips really represent to you? Like what's going on in there to do schedule a session with Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like another thing you said, squash diet mentality. I hate the word diet. I do not yeah. like it. Um, my youngest, she's 13 turning 14 in October. And she, you know, she'll walk around the neighborhood and she's like, mom, I want to start like uh, getting healthy. And I'm like, that's great. But before she started using those words, she would call it a diet. And I would cringe. I was like, I don't like the word diet. You're not going on a diet. I said, we use the word healthy. Like we're going to exercise and we're going to eat fruits and vegetables and all the good stuff because we want to be healthy, not because we want to be skinny. So she finally has changed her thinking on that. But when I first heard her say the word diet, I was like, I just do not like the word. Yeah. I even feel like with the word healthy, sometimes it's a little loaded because then people get into like, oh, this food's bad for you. This food's good for you. This Mm -hmm. is you know, and I think healthy is kind of tied into that whole dieters mentality, um, where you almost have to be like an elitist sort of, I don't know if that's a correct word, but like can only eat fruits and vegetables, you know, Oreos must never come into the Mm -hmm. picture or things like that. And I think there's space for both. I really focus more on fueling your body rather than healthier or those types of terms, because again, I think it's so, and again, don't get me wrong. I think everyone should be healthy. Like that's not what I'm saying as far as I don't want you to be unhealthy, but um, I get you. I just think using those, that, that how we say things, the verbiage, a lot of times is played into dyer's mentality. Like, like for your instance, for your daughter is like, why is she going for the walk? Is she going for the walk? Cause she thinks she's going to get skinny or because she knows that it's good for her body to move it. And I know that seems like a, um, very small shift. But when you have the mentality of like, oh, I'm doing this to get skinny. There's a lot of thought patterns that are behind that is like why I'm not good enough. I'm not where I should be. Mm-hmm. Um, things like that, rather than I'm going to fuel my body. I want to move my body. Those are coming from like, I love this vessel that I'm living in and I want to take care of it. And love that's it. totally different. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. I love the way that you see all of this, it's actually quite different. I mean, if I just do a casual scroll of social media, I see a lot of like dieting stuff out there, programs, but it's all dieting. It's not getting into that deep 
the deep things that you're talking about, which I think is the secret sauce. I mean, getting to the core of the way you think about things and rewiring that or changing it in some way, I think is essential. Otherwise you're just doing another diet. Yeah. And I think the hardest part is the, is the the thinking what's going on between your ears. That Mm -hmm. is the hardest part. It's not the workout. It's not the food. Like when you come work with me, that is not the hard part at all. It's the, it's the thinking, it's the understanding and really diving deep into what's going on between your ears. Yep. So agree. I got to know more about this cookbook because I just, (laughs) not that I have free time, but I have more time to do what I want to do since leaving corporate a few weeks ago. And before it was rush, rush, just throw something together to feed people. And now I have a little time to put more thought into cooking different things. So I was on a line last night looking for some new recipes to make the family. And I saw that you have a cookbook. So it's called No Mess, Shape It Up Cookbook. Yeah, the No Fuss, No Mess, Shape It Up Cookbook. I know it's a mouthful. (laughs) But (laughs) yeah, that book came out of right when COVID hit. I had given my clients recipes throughout the year. So I just compiled them and put them in a cookbook. Um, The cookbook too is not meant for the person who wants to be the next iron chef. It is very basic. I do not claim to be a chef at all. I um, really, they were fast recipes and quick recipes. I am the type of person that I hate to do dishes. Mm -hmm. So if I can make it in like the same pot, (laughs) I will. Um, I do tend to, uh, if you get the book, you'll see power cooking in there, which has kind of evolved, I think, for me over the past couple of years in the sense of um, at the time, actually before that, I was cooking a lot, like spending an hour or two on a Sunday, you know, cooking a bunch of bulk foods and stuff. And what I tell clients now, I'm like, if that works for you, go for it and do it. But if it doesn't work for you, don't let that stop you. That really is the premise of um, my programs is like finding what really works for you in your lifestyle. And that cookbook, granted, there are a lot of fast and easy recipes in there. So definitely you can play with them, but just as a caveat, they're not for like the iron chef person that wants to, yeah. That's music to my ears because I still don't want to spend a lot of time in the kitchen. I used to love to cook when I was younger. I don't know what changed, but I was, I used to not mind doing all that. But now I think it's just a lifestyle change. Everyone's so busy, busy. So even now that I have a little more time to put some thought into it, I still don't want to spend a lot of time in the kitchen. I want to be doing other stuff. Yeah. Then you're going to absolutely love that book because it's very, it's very quick, easy recipes. There's nothing complicated about it at all. I'm one of these people that if I see a recipe that has more than 10 ingredients, I'm like, "Mm, no, (laughs) that is (laughs) so funny. (laughs) That was me last night when I was looking through recipes. I'm like, no, that's too many ingredients. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, it could have been delicious. I don't know, but I don't even want to try. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. If I see complicated, like prep stuff, I'm like, no. So yeah, (laughs) you're going to love the book. (laughs) All right. Schedule time with her for coaching and by the book. (laughs) Got it. (laughs) Uh, Something else that I thought was super cool is apparently you have a TV show coming out. Like, what is this all about? I do. I'm excited. So at the time of this recording, um, it hasn't been officially announced. It's kind of slowly leaking a little bit, but um, it's called Healthy Travel with Nicole. And 
I am going to be going to different locations and kind of just sharing my perspective of how I travel and keep it healthy lifestyle, how to have fun, while um, traveling. get a little workout. Yeah. While traveling. Yep. Ooh, that's going to be good. So I'm very excited about it. Um, we're in pre-production right now. So yeah, if you want to find out or keep in the loop, go to Instagram at healthy travel with Nicole and just hit follow and you'll get all the notifications and everything. So I'm very excited about that. You should be. That's super cool. So you're traveling and you're, so are you coming at it from the perspective of showing people how to like go on vacation and still eat healthy. Is that where? Okay. Yes. Well, so we'll be going to like a destination spot and, um, I may show you like a quick workout that I'm going to do in the morning, get going. We're going to go to restaurants. There are some farm to table type restaurants that we're going to check out just kind of things that like you can do again, if you follow me, you know, no foods are off limits in my book. So it's not going to be like, oh, here's the salad that you're going to order. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> <And> fruit. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> not going to be like that at all. That sounds yeah. great. And then just kind of like whatever the town offers, you know, whether there's um, like, there's some places that do like little zip lining, there's walking trails, you know, things like that to keep you active, lighthouses, just to kind of tweak your mind in the sense of like, you can go on vacation and see all the sites, enjoy the food and still stay on your healthy path. I think that is so cool. I think that's a really good concept because personally, I'm just throwing all my dirt out there today. I don't even care. (laughs) I have that mentality. Like I'm on vacation. I'm like, woo, whatever. And I know that's not the right approach, but I will say over the last few years, as I've got a little bit older, that mentality is changing a little bit. Um, we, we do, you know, my husband goes to the gym on vacation. I'm like, that's bananas. Why are you doing that? (laughs) I know I probably should be going with him, but I think it's something too, just about getting older. Like you come to that realization, like I'm not going to be here forever. So I think that played a part in my mind shift as well, but I still have a ways to go because I still kind of, I don't pay attention as much on vacation. So I think you showing people (laughs) that it can be done and it's not that difficult and it's just changing the way we think about things, I think could really help a lot of people. Yeah. Um, if this helps you with your perspective, I was thinking of this the other day is like, what if you were on vacation every single day? Like how would that shift things in your life? Because you wouldn't be eating the smorgasbord buffet. You know what I mean? Like you wouldn't be doing a lot of things, but you would be having a lot of fun. I'd be very unhealthy. (laughs) (laughs) So you have to stay tuned for this show. Yep. Absolutely. For sure. (laughs) Absolutely. I knew I was going to love this conversation. I, uh, I have some work to do on my mindset, but it's always been important to me. And I've always done things to help Occasionally I'll fall off the wagon like I have been now, but I'll get back on. But it's always been a fascinating topic to me. Well, there is no wagon. There's no wagon. You literally are just making a choice. I am. You're right. And I'm giving myself <laughs> grace. I'm giving myself and yes. grace. Yeah. And no judgment. There's mm-hmm. no judgment. Okay. Thanks. You made me, you're just making me feel better about myself now. <laughs> Good. <laughs> um, I had a question for you that I thought would be very helpful for our listeners. So 
What is the number one tip you would give for women to balance it all and make themselves a priority? Because we juggle, we juggle, we we work, we're moms, we're this, we're that. Like there's so much going on. I know by the end of the day, I'm like exhausted. Um, self-care is huge to me, to the Shine brand. And even though it's so important to me, even I sometimes struggle. I put, I think women tend to put everyone else above them and we're always on that back burner. So do you have any advice you would give to people to, 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 I don't know, to help encourage them to make themselves a priority? Yeah. I think the biggest thing is, is, um, I don't, I don't think there is balance. I really don't think there is this like teeter totter where we're all even at some point, because there's sometimes when kids need your attention, there's sometimes when your business needs attention, you know, whatever. So I, I really don't think there's a thing such as balance. I think, that as women, we're have a lot of standards that are put on us and expectations that we're supposed to be doing all these things. And I 100% agree with you as far as self-care. I really think my biggest tip is really like, how can you be really nice to you? And how can you really help you? Because I give the scenario to my clients in the sense of like, you're all on an airplane and the airplane's coming down we as women are so busy trying to get everybody else their, um, their oxygen mask on. And here we are trying to like gasp for air because we're thinking we're helping everybody else, but yet we're basically killing ourselves. And then we put on the mask. And by that point, it's too late. It's you have to put on your oxygen mask first. You have to take care of you. And, you know, selfishness is not considered an appropriate thing to do. And I think there is some level of selfishness that we need to acquire because once you become more concerned about how you are health-wise, how you are mentally, you can be such a better person to everybody who's in your life. We will have so much more control over our emotions, so much more be able to respond to whatever's going on when you feel solid in you. And I think, um, that's a hard task sometimes because again, the societal expectations that women are, have, it's like, it's, it's impossible almost, you know? And then we kind of, as women, we're like, it's either one or the other. And then you go to the other extreme where you're like, I'm just not going to do anything. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so Absolutely. Like, there is some in between. <laughs> yeah. Finding that in between is, is secret sauce right there. Cause you're so right. I'm either all in over here. And then this aspect, it's nothing. So yeah, yeah. I think a lot of women do that too. So I think that will be very helpful for them to hear that. Okay. I see you have a masterclass coming up called crush your cravings. I do. I do. That is tell us a a little bit about that. That's on June 1st. So I don't, again, I don't know when this episode is coming out, but um, if you miss it, just keep checking back to um, the new website, NicoleSimonin.com, because I probably will launch it again. Crush Your Cravings, I absolutely love. Um, I do this masterclass periodically throughout the year. It really is about the mindset behind, like we were talking about the potato chips. It's really the mindset about like, why are you craving what you're craving? It is not one of those classes where you're going to go in and they're going to tell you to I'm not going to tell you to get the food out of the house. I'm not going to tell you to go for a walk instead of eating the food. We're really talking about the five steps that I actually use to conquer my cravings because um, I talk a lot about cream-filled white powder donuts. <laughs> they used to call to me. Like they would just like taunt me and <laughs> it was <laughs> it was not a good relationship because I would eat. I would just like 
you know, this is where we're talking about like a lot of willpower and, you know, that whole sacrifice that goes along with that dieters mentality of like, I can't eat them. I can't eat them. And when you resist that, then it backfires on you and you wind up eating Mm-hmm. half a dozen of them, you know? So that is really what the master class. It's really like when you go into that class, as you walk out an hour or two later, you will have the tools that you need to understand your cravings a lot better and be able to like implement it right away. Very I had cool. a lady. Yeah. I had a lady on the call at the time I was doing them spaced out like one a day. We were talking about each topic, but she had such a shift in one. And she was like, Oh my gosh, like she came back the next day. She was like, that was huge. Like, I can't believe. And she, she, I ran into her like a month later and she was still raving about the class and how it affected her so much. So yeah, definitely check it out. And you know, it's a free class that you can absolutely come into. Very cool. So you said June 1st. So do you mm-hmm. do them maybe once a month or do you have, do you have some schedule? I do. I'm trying to think off the top of my head because I don't have it in front of me. It is coming up in the fall. I want to say it's right before the holiday season. I want to say it's in September. Um, Definitely because I like to do that pre-holiday because Mm. the holidays are really can be trying for people. You know, there's all kinds of parties. There's all kinds of, you know, Christmas cookies and all kinds of things. So yeah, it's, it's beneficial, but it'll benefit you whatever, you know, whenever you take it. Very cool. Okay. So yeah, your next one starts six one. So I think that this will drop after that date. So that's why I wanted to ask the question. So even if they miss out on the one that's coming up, there is another opportunity. Um, and fall will be here before you know it. So yeah, yeah. And actually the um one I'm doing now will be in the new, I have a group program and I will be putting crusher cravings inside that group. So if you do miss the masterclass and you decide to join the group program, it'll be in there. So you can get it there as well. Oh, perfect. So there's still an opportunity. You don't have to wait till fall if you didn't want to. Yeah. And the group, the group's going to open, um, open enrollment will be June 1st through the 8th. So definitely. Oh, wait, well, this is not coming out till then, right? It's coming out later. Yeah. It'll be later. That's okay. Don't worry check it out. It's July. There'll be another opening. <laughs> awesome. Perfect. Perfect. Good deal. Uh, it was so, so good to talk to you today. Like seriously, I've taken notes over here and I'll be reaching out and I'm definitely buying the cookbook. Like as soon as we get done with this call. Awesome. Yes, yes, yes. So tell the uh, listeners the number one best place to find you. Uh, Nicole and you can also find me on Instagram at Nicole Simonin Coaching, um, Healthy Travels with Nicole, Facebook, also Nicole Simonin, pretty much Nicole Simonin anywhere. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> just Google that and you'll find me. <laughs> True entrepreneur. We're just everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Again, it was so, so good to talk to you. I love what you're doing. I love the way that you think about things. It's quite different than everything that I have heard growing up and even different than thing or the way that I see things today. So I just love the way that you think about all that. I think it's, it's a very healthy mindset. It's a great way to look at things. Thank you so much, Stephanie. Mm -hmm. Of course. All right, guys. So if you're out walking your dog, driving the car, whatever the case may be, and you do not have pen paper to write down any of the links, no worries. We got you at the end of every episode. We always make sure to drop all of the show links So you can grab those whenever it is convenient for you. And as always, if no one has told you today, you are beautiful, you are worthy and girl, yes, you can. Let's do this, sis.
Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to shine with us. If you enjoyed this episode, please show us some love by subscribing to our show and sparkle us by submitting a rating and review. And if you're ready to slay, girlfriend, stop over to our website, shinesparkleslay.com. We have a free gift waiting there just for you.